0: Welcome back, all you fabricant and flashbacks to the super, not funny show, Supercast. Supercast, where we talk about all things superhero in the pop culture space. and That's, of course, movies, TV shows, video games. And, of course, we talk about uh, news and speculation, all that good and nerdy stuff. I'm Mo De Poupe, your resident fabricant and comic extraordinaire on all things pop culture. Joined by the anime expert, video game designer, and lover of all things superhero, my good friend Lottie. Lottie, how you doing this evening?
1: I'm doing great. Yes. I'm ready to talk about some of this stuff. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, we got a we got a heck of a a list of stuff. Uh, it's a little different than last week. And last week we did Comic Con. This week uh, we're getting back into some of the more, uh, uh, I guess, media uh, issues uh, that have come up uh, recently regarding our superhero media. And so this week we got uh, some. Moving and shaking going on in the industry. So we got uh, Alan Horn uh, joins Warner Brothers uh, in an advisory capacity. That What does that mean for DC going forward? Uh, a confirmation of uh, Spider-Man's place uh, in the MCU. We got a director for Avengers, the Kang Dynasty. We're going to talk about the trash take of the week. Uh, Why DC just can't get their Superman together. Uh, Apparently it sucks to work for uh, Marvel if you're a VFX artist uh, or VFX house. We're going to do another Marvel must pay this time about the bullshit accounting and how it shorts, uh, you know, shorts people who make uh, create uh, characters. Some more release, some more uh, releases. The Snyder Cut BS. (laughs) This stuff never seems to go away. More about Snyder Cut bots and the weaponizing of toxic fans. And we're going to also talk about uh, who's the new Black Panther and how that's got fans divided. So, are you ready, Lottie? Let's. Yeah. We got a lot to go, so let's just uh, jump into it. So, uh, Warner Brothers has been going through a big old shakeup. You know, like, we, you know, we've been talking about how things have been getting canceled, left, right, and whatever. Discovery, you know, got them. And then we also heard recently that the rumor was that they're like, oh, man, we need we need Henry Cavill back as Superman. And we were all so, you know, hoping that we heard that, you know, Henry Cavill was going to be Superman and Black Adam. But unfortunately, we all have blue balls because there was no such thing announced whatsoever at uh, Comic-Con. Huge letdown. Um, so what's these you know, what's going on over there, at, at, and who's running the show or whatever? Well, uh, some good news I'll call this good news. Uh, veteran, uh, Hollywood veteran, uh, Alan Horn, uh, has come out of retirement again uh, to rejoin uh, Warner Brothers. He's formerly an executive at Warner Brothers, but. Why should anyone give a crap about that? What does that have to do with superheroes? That has to do with this. Uh, up until recently, and now by recently, I mean like l- late last year, Alan Horn was the head of Disney uh, Pictures. Basically, he was in charge of all movie making uh, at Disney. And he was the, the boss of Kevin Feige, and like I said, until recently. He's a industry veteran he's he pretty much let me just say this um he has he was at disney when they were making all that star wars stuff you know all the recent star wars stuff all the mcu billion dollar stuff like that and has been known pretty as you know as one of the you know the great studio heads in the in the history of hollywood but in particular uh how he had basically allowed kevin feige the freedom to do what he did uh, leading up to um, Endgame. So yeah. now, now he's taking his talents over across the street to Warner Brothers. And so my thing is, this is awesome. He's not going to be... A, he's, look, now, I'm going to just say, he doesn't run any studios. He's going over there essentially uh, to be a consultant. And by that, it seems to me to be to get DC, to get Warner Brothers Studios you Know get them in hand, and in particular, hopefully, to focus on getting DC you know in some kind of working condition where they can make consistently good movies. That's my hope. Um, now, Lottie, I don't, I don't expect that you know who this guy is straight up. Uh, you probably have heard me mention his name before or whatever, but you know, you know, his track record. You, I'm telling you, he's he gave you know, uh, Feige. You know the the freedom and the ability to actually make those billion dollar films, and also many other things. Like Pixar did a lot of great things while he was there. You know, uh, start. You know, Lucasfilm did a lot of great things. Like this guy's this guy's a winner. So uh, he's there and he's going to go over to DC now or uh, Warner Brothers now. What do you think?
1: Thank God. There needs to be somebody because I'm gonna just say this. Besides. Um Wonder Woman, 1984. Warner Brothers has s- sneakily been dropping bangers. They're not dropping them at the speed of Marvel. But honestly, you got to think, they came out with Joker. They came out with The Suicide Squad, the new one. They came out with Peacemaker. And then they and then they came out with the new Batman. They've, like, sneakily... I was just talking about this with my friend. Sneakily... They have been coming out with bangers. So they have the talent, they just need the coordination. Thank you. And hope <laughs> and hopefully that that can get somebody to start competing with with Marvel because there has to be competition. Cuz if you don't give competition you know, Alan. You know, Alan Horn is—he's an old man. He's not. It's not like this is gonna be. He's not gonna be at DC for the next five years. He's probably gonna be there for about maybe two, three years. He's gonna find the next guy and say, or woman, and say, everybody, shut up and listen to this person. Get out of my way. I'm retiring again, <laughs> and y'all listen to this person. So hopefully, he finds that person, so they can finally, like I said, they can finally start getting the. uh the talent, I mean, the the coordination. Mm. And please, Alan Horn, slap these people so we can get the man who was born to be Superman back. Please, (laughs) we're begging you. I'm begging you. Please get this man back as Superman. Please slap whoever you have to slap. Slap (laughs) him. I think, you know, I I will say that I think that this is
0: great because – this guy knows not just he just doesn't know the business. He's been in Warner Brothers before. He has great relationships with with people throughout the industry. This is a, this is a, let, let me to put the, to put it uh, in perspective. I'm I'm almost I'm trying to remember this precisely, but I'm pretty sure he's the one that smooths all that shit out with with uh, him between him and um, Bob Iger. They smooth that shit out with Scarlett Johansson. That's what. That's the sort of person you need. And yeah, he needs to get. The, as far as DC is concerned, yes, they've had hits, but they have not had a cohesive strategy. It's been they've been sort of stumbling into it. You know, they are they in DC or not? You know, they they haven't quite figured themselves out. And I'm not saying that Al Horne's not the Feige, but he can identify the Feige and he can he can restructure them get them you know coordinated get them uh, have some synergy so that every everybody's working towards the same thing and it's not just a bunch of different uh, you know movies that are just scored coming together and plus there's other Warner Brothers things you know i think he can help right the ship so i'm 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 not just cautiously optimistic i have all the confidence in the world that he's going to help uh, get their ship in order so yeah, okay. I say good luck yeah. to Alan Horn, and please, for the love of God, get DC shit together. Yeah, I mean, yes. just please. Thank you. <laughs> um, next bit of news is uh, some. This is just uh, something a follow up to San Diego Comic Con. So we we were talking about Spider Man Freshman Year and all the cool and interesting things. You're like, how does this work? How is this a prequel to, you know, uh, Civil Captain America Civil War? How is this a prequel to Homecoming? Well. We got a little uh, confirmation about what it actually means, where it fits. And it seems to be fitting as you suspected. So, you know, pick up the phone, Lottie. <laughs> you <laughs> called it. It's, it, is, it is indeed a multiverse, uh, an alternate universe. The alternate seems to be that instead of, you know, in Civil War, instead of, uh, you know, Peter walking into his room to find tony stark sitting there instead he finds uh norman osborne so norman osborne is going to serve the uh, mentor function but you know that's not going to work because we know who that guy is and that also explains all the weird and you know all the the alternate costumes and doc ock and everything because the real the peter in the mcu d- has never seen dr octopus but in this one he has and so this actually suggests to me that they are taking more of a cue From the old school, you know, 60s and 70s comics uh, and in a more modern context than they are trying to make it strictly in the MCU. Uh, To which I say yes. Yes. First of all. So they're basically
1: following the almost, it's almost like they're following the original story. Because uh, we all know, uh, or or, well, people who may not know, who may only know MCU Spider-Man, the original mentor figure for Peter was Norman Osborne yep. until he became a psychopathic uh killer and became the goblin but before then his mentor was uh Norman Osborne and pretty much Harry was like his brother yep. you know what i mean that's how it was
0: yeah so i mean i I'm all for this. First of all, I don't need, not never needed this to be in the MCU. It would've been cool, but I didn't really need it. And if we get more of that, you know, Silver Age Spider-Man, which I have to say, that's some of the best Spider-Man possible, then I'm all for it. So um, I'm glad we got this clarification. I'm I'm looking forward to it even more. So anyway, now we'll get more information. I'm sure about that coming up. Uh, quite soon, over the next you know five or six months, and we'll let y'all know. Uh, s- speaking of the MCU and uh, in particular uh, Phase Six, we we heard about the Avengers movie, one of the Avengers movies that they were going to be making uh, since 2025, uh, and it's Avengers: The Kang Dynasty. Uh, it's uh, you know presumably it's going to be spinning out of you know multi uh, not multiverse of madness, but uh, Loki. And also, and man, uh, quanta, you know, in the Was Quantum and presumably even Fantastic Four. So uh, we learned that the director of Shang Chi, Destin Daniel Cretton, is in fact going to be directing the Kang Dynasty. Um, we saw what he did with Shang Chi, Lottie. So now he's going to have his hands on Kang and the Avengers and all that fun stuff. What
1: you think? Okay. So, I've seen, Like I said, we've seen him. We've seen what he's what he's done as work. I just want to see how he how he's. I'm interested to see how he's going to be able to to not just not just handle one hero. To see how he's going to handle multiple heroes, because because I'm gonna just say it is a nightmare probably directing uh i can't imagine trying to direct a uh avengers movie especially kang which it sounds like man, this might be this for this one might be a three to four hundred million dollar budget you know what <laughs> i mean because it's ew, like this is gonna be a lot of people this is, gonna, this is gonna take a lot of directing and i'm gonna just say i think do you think this movie is gonna be as long as Endgame? You think they're going to try to do Endgame Limp or they're going to try to do who two and a mean, half to three hours? I mean,
0: who knows? I mean, I, this this is the thing. Is we don't know what the story is. Like, there's no... You remember the, the original? This is going to be you know, fucking I, I, big. I figure, I figure at least two hours and 15 minutes maybe going on two and a half.
1: Do you think they're going to... Here's my next question. Do you think they're going to make it that everybody's in it or... Because here's my thing. On that movie I don't think they should add Every single Marvel person That they have so far I think they should only add People who are connected To the multiverse or cosmic I think they should leave um, They should leave Some of these characters out of it Like Captain America And all that stuff Because that's just too much Because you, you you gotta think they You have to put Loki in the movie You have to have Loki in the movie wanda might show wake the fuck up you know what i mean Mm -hmm. um you have to have dr strange you might get spider-man again maybe maybe i'm not saying it's possible but it is a possibility that spider-man is going to be in that movie of course we're going to probably have the marvels in it we're going to have the uh eternals are probably going to be involved probably there's like this is probably going to be a huge movie with a huge cast that I I don't think they should add everybody into it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like some characters should be sidelined into this in this movie.
0: Well, I, I think it's gonna be like an Infinity War. Not everyone showed up. Of course there was a smaller cast at the time too. But I mean who knows? I I in my mind, this is this may be a situation where there are different Sets of Avengers who are doing different things. Or, but I this is the thing that's so far ahead. I mean, it is so far ahead that we have zero idea about where it's even going, except that Kang is involved. Like we've got to see at least the next, you know, into next year. I think we got to see like until this time next year we may be able to speculate. Um, But I'm, I have to say, I'm actually, you know, when I saw this news, I was pretty pumped about it because i love shang chi i think it's probably one of the if it's probably the best uh you know single phase four movie yeah i know no way home i get that what i'm saying is as for a character that nobody knew i think that i'll say direct
1: just, yeah. mcu movie yes yeah. because i don't think i i don't really consider no way home a, a, a A MCU movie in the sense of because it had a couple of Sony stuff doing it. You know what I mean? I I don't consider a direct MCU movie. Right. So,
0: but I I think it's, it's, I think it's definitely a top tier Marvel uh, movie. And it was very, very well directed. And uh, I think that this is a huge, huge photo confidence from uh, from Kevin Feige. Kevin, you know, because remember, uh, you know, the Russo brothers, they started out doing Captain America, uh, the Winter Soldier, right? And then they went on to do, you know, um, they went on to do Civil War, and then they went on to do the two, uh, uh, Infinity War and Endgame. So graduating from one character into, like, doing a bunch of characters and two and doing the Avengers, like, this is a huge vote of confidence. And if Feige is saying, hey, you, you know, you're the guy. Then I, I'm a hundred percent confident that he's gonna deliver. Uh, so I'm I'm super excited about this. The, he's got a couple years to work on it, and also let me just say this: they're they're tripling down on this guy because you know, obviously he's gonna do Shang-Chi part 2. Like that's a get yeah, that's a no brainer, right? But also, mm-hmm. uh, he's also uh, doing that Wonder Man TV show, right? So Shang-Chi, we're presuming they're doing a second Shang-Chi. He's producing the Wonder Man TV show, and he's doing this. They are super confident in this guy. The only other thing about this, the only other director that they're just like, yeah, we want you to do more Marvel stuff is Ryan Coogler. That's the only other guy right now, or you know, woman, man, whatever, that, they, that they're just like, definitely, we're doing more with you. And uh, the other person besides that was James Gunn. And so I'm I'm just, I'm very confident. And I'm looking forward to it. I want to see what they're going to do with this. But it's years off from now. So, all right. So that'll be coming out in, in a couple of years. So uh, we'll let you guys know when they release more information. And uh, now, though, those are the quick things that we're going to talk about. Now it's time to talk about the, the real stuff. So um, let's talk about uh, the trash take of the week. Trash take. Um, This is where we talk about, like on social media or in the news or whatever, just shit takes <laughs> related to superhero stuff. And the shit take this week uh, is uh, courtesy of, da- I'm going to say, Danny DePlacido, who writes for Forbes about that DC. It says, DC film still doesn't know what to do with Superman. This is all about. And let me just tell you, I'm, I'm gonna save you. I'm gonna save you some time. the the uh, The whole thing recounts the fact that you know, basically, since Snyder had a hold of the of uh, you know, of Superman, DC hasn't really known what the hell to do with him, right? Uh, and 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 it it's kind of says like. Oh, because maybe he's not relatable or something. Whatever, they don't know how to make him relatable and whatever. Maybe he's just like, you know, too one-dimensional or someone. Blah blah blah. It's a bunch of bullshit. That's what I want to say. It is. It is someone saying like, oh, you. We just can't make these You know, we can't make Superman relevant or interesting. And that Man of Steel wasn't. You know, people didn't really like that version of him, and he's just like, there's other people that have done it better. To which I say bullshit, Lottie. I, I mean, I have more to say, but I call bullshit on that. Um, you know, do you think that it's not possible to make a, a good Superman? If they can make a good Superman, what the heck's going on with DC?
1: So, oh, part of me thinks DC's capping.
0: Part I, of by me. The way, thi- this, by the way, this isn't DC. This is this is definitely somebody giving an opinion. But
1: no, I know that. But I think DC's capping. I think DC knows exactly what they're doing with Superman. They're just trying to keep it secret, like it's some trade secret. Like, oh, uh, yeah, Superman? Who? I don't know what to do with him. Uh, uh, our most popular character. Mm-hmm. I think they. I think they've. They've come to the decision of what they want to do with Superman. They're just either playing it, or they're just straight up incompetent. Superman movies can literally write themselves. I mean. Superman villains, like the thing about the the, see, the thing about it is is that Superman villains can almost be like Justice League movies, but at the same time, you could what you can do with Superman is that you his villains are there. There's Brainiac, there's uh, well, they already used Doomsday, Jesus Christ, that terrible ass Doomsday, (laughs) but uh. Well, they can they make can a, rehash make a, it. Make a real doomsday. Yeah, make oh. a real doomsday. They can use. There's so many. There's the android. There's um uh there's a um, of course dark side. There's ah, I forgot the dude's name. The um the guy who captures Superman and makes him fight in the um in like an intergalactic tournament to gain his freedom. Superman has very very compelling villains. It's just maybe the writers don't know how to write them because they're like, well, Superman's super strong, so how do we, you know, because I think sometimes DC scared to use some of their top-tier villains. Because, like, like I said, most of Superman's villains you can use as uh, Justice League villains, but at the same time, really, if you think about it, almost every single... Now, actually, I take that back. They should not have a problem because every DC villain... Every DC hero has a villain that can destroy the Justice League. If you really think about it. Like Flash has the Reverse Flash who can do crazy stuff. You know, Wonder Woman deals with gods. You know, it, the Green Lantern, we all know, we all know his their power comes from like old gods. You know what I mean? So there's they could do it. They're just they're either being incompetent or they're just pretending to be dumb right. and they're probably just going to drop like just out of nowhere at the end of this year we're just going to see like some epic superman trailer and they'll be like yeah we were lying
0: <laughs> i
1: would you know I what mean, i mean
0: I, I wish i mean I, I wish that were gonna you know gonna happen it's pretty hard to hide a 200 million dollar production um i i kind of look at it as that's it, it is bullshit that you can't make a good superman movie i think man of steel was mostly there to be perfectly honest and and here's the other thing you know what why don't y'all do something here's a just just a little suggestion just do what marvel does go to the comics find the best fucking superman stories i'm sure there are about 20 or 30 of them find the best ones and make one of them that's it you don't need to. Why are y'all working so hard to like? Let, oh, let's write a new Superman. No, motherfuckers, you don't have to do that. You know why Mar? What? What is, does Marvel do that? No, they at 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 the most they get an amalgamation of all the best ideas and they make them happen, right? I mean, if like, if I you don't need
1: us, if you need good Superman materials, just go. Okay, recommendation: Go to the Superman Unbound comics. Where Superman leaves Earth and fights like all these gods and stuff. It's, yeah. it's there. It's there. But the, i you may know? say
0: they don't have to do that. Look, they're like, how do you make? What him about relate- the alien? I, I I I question this whole. Oh, you know, they just don't know how to make him relatable. There are literally thousands of, you know, I, I want to say thousands, but there are hundreds and hundreds of comics in which Superman is being made relatable.
1: Like but even then, why? Did, was it, here's the thing. Why do you want to make Superman relatable? Superman is a godlike being. I do not want to be... I don't want to feel relatable to Superman. I want well, to look yeah. at Superman as this ultra, super, unstoppable being. I look at him like, this is what not of course this is not what humans can reach if you want somebody relatable batman there you go yeah, well batman. i mean but but
0: see I'm, I'm just gonna push back on that i think that superman is hella relatable because he's a man even if he, he may not he may be a alien man but he's still a man he's got all the feelings and shit like that like a regular person i'll and i'll, I'll put it in perspective look i you know i told you you know uh, dc super pets i was telling you like it's it's really good. You know some of the best shit in there is when Ace, I'm not Ace, when Crypto and Cal uh, el Superman do their uh, human and pet thing. He's a guy with a dog. Right? Maybe they can fly around there super fast and all that other stuff. But they're ultimately they have a man you know, a man and dog relationship. That's relatable. I like that. I like that Superman. That Superman, I could see doing other things. There's no reason at all that you, they can't look at the comics and find some of the best storylines to just make them. I don't buy yeah. this whole he we, he can't be related. Yes, he can. It's just, it is that. That's why I said this is a trash take because you can't tell me that a, a comic with a, a character that's been that's over a thousand issues have been published about this person since the 30s, has been a constant uh, publishing support since the 30s. You can't tell me you can't find one damn story in there that'll make a good movie. That's, no, not allowing it. That is a that is a bullshit take. And if anyone at DC is buying it, they need to be fired. Get them out of DC. Because they're. if you can't make Superman work, you don't need to be working in in this industry. Straight up like mm-hmm. I'll, I'll bet I'll bet you one damn thing like, I'll, I'll, I'll bet you a million dollars and, and someone would owe me a million dollars for this if Kevin Feige had Superman he'd make he in fact if he had DC he'd make a Superman movie first and he'd make a banger ass Superman movie and then I'd be looking at all these dummies that kept saying that you couldn't make a good Superman movie bullshit so, yeah, you, know. you can
1: make a Superman movie <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: get out of here with that trash take so (laughs) anyway that's that's the trash take for the weekend uh let's let's not let us not hear any more of that bullshit um let's move on to something that uh we're going to talk about marvel some more now uh marvel do this is a marvel do better story uh apparently it sucks to work on vfx for marvel and i'm you know what i i totally fucking believe it uh, because Marvel stuff is very VFX-heavy, right? And we're... Hey, you know, we've heard about people, They're oh, they're working to the last minute on things, and we're talking about crunch and everything. I mean, a lot of you hear about crunch and video games or whatever, but it's the, it's the same deal in VFX. Uh, and Marvel is the big player in town because, I mean, look at their slate. Like, next year, they have 12 things. They have 12 projects, movies and TV shows that are coming out next. So they're the big... You know, they're the big player in the room uh, or in the, in the industry. And so they kind of have a lot of weight to put, you know, to throw around. And apparently they demand a ton out of their uh, their VFX uh, houses uh, that they contract out to. They low they get the lowest bids possible and then they demand a lot of change last minute changes and on all this other stuff. And so this VFXR more or less talks about what it's like to work on them, how they, you know, working mandatory overtime. That's fucked up, you know, man. For, for, you know, for a year or whatever, uh, you know, 60-plus hour weeks and all that other stuff. And that if they don't, you know, play ball, that they could be blacklisted. And it's, you know, losing, you know, the prestige of working on Marvel stuff, but also losing, you know, the right to work for them ever again. And I mean, let's let's not split hairs. This is some bad behavior uh, on the part of of Marvel. Uh, you know, getting a bit getting a contract and essentially, you know what what you uh, you know in um, you know computer uh, computer uh, software design terms, changing the requirements at the last minute. You know, Cha- making major requirements changes at the last minute, and it's really shitty. Uh, because these people these are people that need to sleep and see their family and whatever like that and you're basically threatening their livelihood because they won't basically you know throw away all the work that they've done already for you because you had another idea and and no you know there's no extra pay for it anything like that they just want it done so uh, anyway lottie i think you're you're a lot more you know in tune with this sort of you know this the industry and all that as far as you know digital effects or whatever You you know you hear this is just more example of like of just marvel being bad about stuff
1: i i uh, and this is where i I was just talking about how there has to be competition because marvel is being shitty disney slash marvel is being shitty right now this sounds like you know what this sounds like it sounds like nvidia this sounds like how nvidia Bullies their AIBs when it comes to their graphics cards. But recently, because of AMD doing well, the AIBs are finally sticking up for themselves and calling out NVIDIA on their shit. So NVIDIA can't bully their AIBs anymore because they're like, like for example, good example, um, right now there is a massive glut of current gen graphics cards on the market and NVIDIA wants to release their Next gen graphics card. They wanted to release their next gen graphics cards this month, but their uh, AIBs are like, no, fuck no. We're still stuck with your 30 series. We're not. You're not releasing the 40 series. Nvidia said, okay then. Well, if you don't, if you don't, uh, if you don't drop our 40 series when we say it's ready to drop, we won't give you any 40 series. All their AIBs are like, fuck you then. We'll just go AMD. They did. And Nvidia did not expect their AIBs to say that. They could say that because AMD is now competing. People want AMD graphics cards now. If if DC was in a good spot, Justice Call could not treat these people this shitty and get away with it. Because if they say, "Oh well, you won't be able to do the next uh, Avengers movie." They'll say, "Well, fuck you, then. We'll do. We'll do uh, Justice League." Wait, what? Exactly. And it's it's it's, it's a shitty practice, yeah. man. These people are regular people. They work their asses off. I've watched videos of VX of uh of, of these artists. They work their asses off for very little pay. They don't get paid that well. A lot of for like real shit. These people are what's making marvel movies into billion dollar movies because they're making this cgi look real yeah, because this talent the talent in cgi has gotten extremely good and for marvel and these for disney slash marvel to treat these, these people like this it's very shitty and i don't like it at all and it kind of I, I, I kind of, I don't want to say that I'm, i I kind of like, when I look at um, Thor Love and Thunder not doing that well, it kind of makes me go like, it kind of shows you that even with good, you know, that they put all that time into that movie, spent all that money, it's not really, they're making their money back, but they're not making as much as they're making back. And it's just, I don't know, man. Like I, I it, it hurts to hear that Marvel is acting this way. But unfortunately, it's going to happen. These companies are not your friend. They're they they're in it to make money, and if they can get away with doing shitty practices, they'll do it. And right now, they're on top, and they're on top by a large margin. This is why I'm begging Paramount. This is why I'm begging. Warner Brothers this is why I'm begging all these other movie companies to get their shit together get a lineup of movies to compete with Disney so the movie industry can finally get balanced again that these people just can't bully the fuck out of somebody. you know what I mean
0: Well and I think that the the artist was saying like it's you know it's to the point where that this all this will be solved by better practices on, on the filmmaking in in terms of, you know, having a, a clearer picture of what you want and not, you know, resorting to coming back and be like, well, let's make some changes at the last minute. But instead, you know, get all this stuff under, uh, you know, under control, all of the, the visualization, previs, you know, the, the story, you know, get your storyboards, get all all of that stuff, you know, in other words, the pre-production work, that should be done before you shoot anything, get that all tightened up and locked so that there's no, you know, as they call it and again it's all software, you know, lock feature lock so that there, that's it. You know, you don't get to come back and change anything. You stick with what you got. And if that was the case, there would be none of this, you know, last minute changes or whatever like that. Or, or at the very least be willing to shell out more money because you are asking for more. Um, and that's that to me would solve that. I, you know, it's money bags Mickey all over again. It's pretty much yep. it. money bags Mickey. Don't like it. money bag <laughs> Don't like to come up off of that cash. You know, and, and, and it, you know, someone has to. Someone's got to pay for it though. Like that uh, ma- uh, making vfx isn't free. You know.
1: I'm thinking of an image of like Mickey and like, like. He has, like, he has a gold chain, gold teeth, and he's, like, in, like, urban wear. <laughs> and he, like, like, these these VFX artists are, like, working their asses off. All of a sudden, all of a sudden the door, like, busts open. And it shows, like, these big goons. Next, <laughs> like, basically, uh next, uh basically on both sides of Mickey. And Mickey's, like, he takes a puff of his cigar and says, have you done what I asked you to do? Well Mickey's voice. Have you done what I asked you to do? <laughs> <laughs> Mickey, we can't. I, f- I told you to change the damn thing. <laughs> you know, I just think, Money back, man. Mickey.
0: I, oh my God! You know, keep that, keep that image in in your mind because we're gonna move over to another uh, one. Uh, so that's Mar- Marvel doing something sucky on the VFX side. Now they're doing something sucky on the creative side. We're going back to Marvel must pay. So, you know, we've been talking before about people getting screwed out of, you know, know, they create a character and then Marvel's like, here's five grand, get the fuck out of my face, right? You're lucky we're giving you that. And that was for people who didn't sign a contract. Well, how would you feel if you signed a contract that said Oh, you know, if we use your character that you created, we'll, you know, we'll cut you a $25,000 check. Isn't that awesome? Sign this little thing. That's what we'll do for you. You sign that little thing, and you're thinking, hey, I see that my character's about to be used in a thing. That's pretty great. And then you get a $5,000 check. And you're like, what the, f-? you know, what the fuck? It said 25000 And then the lawyers say, read the fine print. And the fine print essentially says, up to twenty five thousand dollars, right? <laughs> so, Fucking so this this is assholes. what this so so this is what the situation is. Creator of Yelena Belova, who we all love, you know, played by Florence Pugh and, and uh, Black Widow, clearly is going to be in some other things. She, uh, she signed that thing, expecting twenty five grand. Got five thousand dollars. Was like, what the fuck is going on here? And turns out that some Hollywood accounting is going on. Essentially, they're saying 25000 shared between anyone who's created a character in a movie. And they do other things like, you know, decide how much you're paying based on how long the character's in there. So cameo appearances and all that other stuff and what they call cameo appearances. And this is all up to the discretion of, of Marvel or Disney. They don't have; they're not contractually obligated necessarily to do any of this stuff, and so she got a five thousand dollar check because it wasn't just Yelena in there, but also you know Black Widows in it, and then you have all these other characters, right? And so uh, the character, the basically, the money was split between the different people who created the various characters, like the Red Guardian, or whatever, and uh, but also. Another thing is it's split between the people, the creators themselves. So if she co-created that character, right, and because she co-created it, her part of it is cut in in half, too. You see what I'm saying? You see what I'm saying about Hollywood accounting? In order to not pay something reasonable, they make up all this bullshit about, well, actually, you know, it, it... you only created half of it. You're only half responsible. She so only get half of the royalties, and we're gonna cut that in half because there's a bunch of we're sharing the pool between people. And so, be lucky we're giving you anything. To which I say, you guys fucking suck. Like, think of even as much. Black Widow didn't do great, but it made some money. And these cheap ass motherfuckers can barely come up off a of five grand for one person that created. Arguably the best character in the movie. What the action, man! Oh, Marvel, y'all be making it so hard to be a fan. <laughs> Am I right? Uh,
1: they're bitching over twenty grand.
0: Yeah. No, it's they're, no, have, they're they're bitching over having to give twenty grand to multiple people each. Each person getting twenty five thousand uh, dollars.
1: Exactly. It's twenty. Oh my fucking god. It's twenty grand just a person. Marvel, you guys are being some bitches. Like this is a fucking, this is a fuck. Like you said, this fucking sucks. You are literally. This is like this is not like this is like a million dollars they're asking for. You gave a one hundred five hundred thousand. This is twenty grand.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. Twenty grand. You cannot give what. Literally, somebody can see in a check. Like some people actually make twenty grand within a month or two. You cannot give that in a check, Marvel. You're that fucking greedy. You're that greedy that you can't come off twenty grand.
0: Well, you know, that's money bags, Mickey. Money bags, Mickey ain't trying to. They're not. not Oh my
1: god, it's it's almost it's almost getting to the point. That I was just saying to um, I was just talking about this with one of my friends about like, like companies like, like Marvel slash Disney is now, it's almost becoming stupid business. You know what I mean? Like, it's not even you're not because what are you saving? It's literally becoming stupid business well, because it's know, like, for example,
0: I think they're trying to set a precedent so they don't have to pay more in the future because. You know, nowadays people are signing these contracts or whatever because
1: they know what's up,
0: you know, and it's I don't know. It's it's shady as fuck. That's what it
1: is. It is it because it, because all this does is make people not want to work with you and make your talent pool smaller. That's all it's doing. It's not helping you in the long run, because eventually when you piss off enough people, enough, all the talented people. Are going to start walking away because we're already seeing it. Some of the talented artists are not dealing with Marvel anymore. They're going to other independent uh comic book companies, or they're starting their own shit. And eventually, you start losing talent, and then you're, you're and you're just going to be messing with the dregs. Yeah, and
0: or, or, or you get people that really they just really really want to do it. I mean, some people go into it with their eyes wide open, and they understand that you know whatever I do here may turn into something big and, and all they'll do is say thank you. And some people, they recognize that, but, like, it's... This is, to me, this is a payday that I could really make... So I mean, it's that, 25... It's not a... It's, it's a lot of money if you work, you know, hourly or something like that. But it's not a huge amount of money relative to the actual... I, like, I'm pretty sure that they... That's a rounding error when it comes to Marvel movies. Mm-hmm. You know, they... Hey, that's, <laughs> that's, so, so I kind of look at I kind of look at it as why 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 do this why not be a why not be a good steward of the, of and the just characters and just pay just pay just make it look good you don't that's the thing is it's not even that much money
1: yeah it's not
0: so just like uh, it's 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 kind of it's just shitty uh I don't it makes me wonder like what. You know, is there anything to be done about it? Because it's their money and their, it's their characters, and they don't have to do anything. And I just feel kind of bad about it. So I don't know. I I have no answers to that. Even boycotting them wouldn't change their practice. Trust trust me. So I don't know. We'll think about it. But Marvel must pay. You know, pay what's fair and do what's right. Um. Let's move on to let's move on to a, a subject that's near and dear to our hearts. Uh, you know it, and I know it. the The wonderful people uh, in the the Snyder Cut community, or now it is uh, restore the Snyderverse. That's that's the thing now. It used to be released, the Snyder Cut. They got their Snyder Cut. Now it's restore. Uh, well, there's this. Uh, there was an article in Rolling Stone. Um, where it is basically talks about. And by the way, I'm going to say some of this in this article is, you know, conjecture based on some evidence. Some of it is based on, you know, unnamed sources that are giving their opinion about, you know, numbers or whatever they're seeing. And there's some more than veiled accusations of, you know, kind of shitty behavior uh, aimed at Ray Fisher and also Zack Snyder, but in particular at the Snyder Stan community. So we're, we just keep all that in mind. So essentially it's saying that up to 13% of the restore the Snyderverse or whatever, release the Snyder cut. Um, traffic is bot. You know, it seems to be bots and that Zack Snyder knowingly uh, either used as a threat or actually mobilized, the stand, you know, Snyder stands to go after, you know, on social media executives and and even competing movies or anything like that, um, and also use them to sort of bully his way into getting what what amounted to something like a hundred million dollars total, including marketing, for the Snyder cut. Uh, all that, that was going on. There's more to it than that, but uh, I just wanted to note the the whole oh the bots situation. Uh surprise. We thought that they were bots doing shit for that stupid Oscar thing. Uh but also kind of the shittiness of you know if Zack Snyder, if this is true, the shit and I, I have to believe that, at least in some to some degree, because throughout the whole Snyderverse stuff, there was times when he was being interviewed by some of these leading people in the community he wasn't very vocally, you know, staying, saying like "stop doing this bullshit." None of that stuff. He was sort of, you know, kind of reveling in the fact that he had this big old base and that he could sort of point them at people, um, and that kind of sucks. So, uh, Lottie, uh, what do you think?
1: I mean, it's kind of funny that if it's true that the bots bot, that the Snyder, the, the seedling of the Snyder stands, was a bot. <laughs> well it's that's, that's I, fucking I th- that's ironic a, that's
0: the thing is i think there's a bunch of them are not bots They's
1: no but i'm just saying it just it will be like it's kind of be ironic that just like this one of the things that started it off was a was just a, a person created a bot just maybe a troll just putting out snyder stuff and people are like yeah yeah <laughs> yeah i'm feel that way and he was just like "Uh oh (laughs) it's just it's it's so ironic that it could have all started from something fake it is just i don't know i just find that funny ironic and just it's because listen there are some things that i do agree with like there are certain things that do need to change in the comic book industry that i do agree with but the Snyder stands need to stop it. I saw, I saw the Justice the Snyder Cup for the Justice League. If you were not there, I probably would have fell asleep four times during <laughs> that fucking movie. That movie was so—I have never watched a movie where I seen the original and still didn't know what the fuck was going on because there was just so much, just like. I can see why they said no, no. You need to get rid of some of this shit. Right. Some of the weirdest shit I've ever seen in a movie was in that movie. I've never seen. A... Well, <laughs> I and, can't get yeah. over it.
0: There's, I mean, I, the article is interesting. I mean, it, it's basically giving a timeline of what's going. But you know that the executive are like they brought in Whedon because they're like, what is this shit? You know, it's a couple points throughout the, you know, they're like, what is this? Uh, but the, the kind of the uh, the unfortunate thing is what seems to be evidence that, you know, Snyder was well aware of his influence on, on the Snyder stands and could point them, you know, like I said, to, to people he, he wasn't happy with or to sort of get his way. You know, to rock the boat, so to speak, so that people would, you know, sort of get it, do what he wanted. And that's, I think, I mean, I think it's bad. Like, if you're a Snyder stan, I mean, good on you, I guess. But, like, what is up with <laughs> devoting so much of your time to sort of driving people off off of social media harassing people or whatever? Like, if you're just like, you just hashtag every day, restore the Snyder. First. okay cool I mean do your thing but like this act of you know harassment to the point where do you remember uh, Godzilla vs Kong was coming out and, and the Snyder stands were going hard against it because it dared to like come out and be successful and that, and that stuff like yeah. that
1: and, the Snyder stands are just the- <laughs> it, it, <laughs> kinda,
0: it seemed like like the gaslighting Snyder was do, seemed to be doing whereas he's acting like he doesn't know or understand what the fuck's going on, or if he doesn't, he's like, I can't control them. They're just very passionate, bitch. Passion. There's one one thing is passion, another thing is toxicity, and these and they're on that Venn diagram is right, right now, toxicity and passion in the middle is Snyder stands, and there's, they don't seem to be able to separate from them, even within. Have you ever seen? Snyder stands go against each other. They're like, like, chill. One chilling on chill out, and the other one's like, fuck off. Like, that happens. It's crazy. It shit is crazy. And him pretending like he doesn't know is, is crazy. And if it's some, if even half of this shit is true, I'm just like, that dude was fucking running the game. You know, it's sketch.
1: Yeah.
0: And, you know, I don't, that's my thing. I don't take pleasure in shitting on Snyder stands. I think if you really love, something you know have at but you shouldn't love something so much that you want to tear other things down that shit's crazy and to mobilize that sort of toxic shit is just that's fucking ridiculous and i hate to think that the whole accusation that ray fisher was coordinating with him on this <laughs> is true that would that would really piss me off because i'm you know i'm i'm a pro ray fisher so, it really I want gives to see. Me off if that's what was going
1: on. They need to make a movie of the Snyder stands versus the feminist movement. That would be endgame type level, type four. I would love to see that. I, mean, I, I will sit sure, back. I'm pretty
0: sure a bunch of them are already on that shit. It's just. But
1: they should animate it.
0: It's, <laughs> That one day, someone definitely is going to make a movie about the, you know, the the social media war or something like that. But and the Snyder stands are going to be right up there. But you know, like I said, up to thirteen percent of the traffic related to it is bullshit, and that there's some kind of ads related to it. And did you know the <laughs> Snyder, Snyder engage ads and and the bullying of people? It's just crazy talk. It's and and, and let me just say, for a movie that's just all right. This uh, for a movie that's even in even in its four-hour ultra cut, it's just all right, you know. Just, <laughs> I'm
1: I'm sorry, man. It's, if I mean, it I, wasn't for the said. flash, if it wasn't for the flash at the end, I would almost say that movie was not good. <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean, like I said, it, it, the movie's just all right. So it's I mean, if that's the hill you want to die on, but like, I really don't <sighs> like this whole. it's it is too let's just say leaning into fascist fascistic tendencies to mobilize a mob to get your way and i don't like it so we don't know it's it's all it's all hearsay or whatever but you know that's we just need to be mindful of this stuff and like let's just move on (laughs) so anyway Last bit of news, and this is this is this to be a fun one. Uh, Black Panther trailer, it was awesome. We talked about it last week, but now there's a big old uh to do going on in fandom uh about who the new Black Panther is. You know, they, they gave that little bit and they're like, ooh, who could it be in the, in the suit? And I, I think I t- told you before that Lego sort of spoiled who is going to be in it, it appears to be Shuri. Now this is this happened in the comics. Let's be let's be clear. This is something that happened in the comics. There's a little bit of setup that makes it make sense, at least to me. And it could easily have been, you know, several other people, but the Lego sets seem to say that it is, in fact, Shuri. <clears throat> so there are some people that are just like bullshit. There's no way that Shuri can be that because she can't fight. And there are other people that's like it's in the comics man and of course she could probably fight we just haven't seen her actually fight before right and no one's really kind of clearing that up so there i'm not going to quote all the people that are saying for and against but there's a bunch of people that are just like adamantly hell no never because it doesn't make any sense and it's disre- disrespecting and i don't even haven't even noted the you know recast t'challa people who think it's disrespectful to have her be black panther you know so soon after him and when she supposedly can't fight or whatever so that's what's kind of uh going on back and forth right now in, in the fandom and so lottie let's. what's your take on that like sh- let's say they say shuri is going to be it and you know she's been there in the comics but mcu shuri is going to be the black panther um what do you think i mean it's it's you know is that the correct move? And and what do you think about this kind of back and forth on, on the two sides of the fandom?
1: Okay, well, here I, I agree with both sides. One thing I will say, Sherry, from what we've seen in the movie, she's not a fighter. She can get into combat, but hand-to-hand combat, we've seen her in Black Panther. She's was If she didn't have those cannons, she would have gotten you know, kind of messed up, you know what I mean? But, hey, she could have been, they could have been during whatever time she was, she's was. she been training with Okoye. They can easily say that. But all I'm going to say is this, a cautionary tale that, I know Disney and Marvel is not going to listen to me, but here's my cautionary tale. Obviously, Black Panther is dead in the MCU. They killed him. I mean, T'Challa is dead in the MCU. They obviously killed him. Please, please, God, do not kill him during the time because like, what it's making it seem from what I've seen in the trailer, it's like the Atlanteans evaded at one time and he died protecting Wakanda. Please don't kill him off that way, please, because I'm sorry, it will just not make too much sense or multiple reasons one where are all the other heroes to help black uh uh what's it called to defend against the atlantis because i'm sure you could call hulk and all these other people to help two we seen black t'challa give aliens who were trained by thanos himself he was giving those people the work and you're gonna try to tell me atlantis could kill him it kind of will just it kind of in my opinion will put a stain on his character and then afterwards they'll have that shuri will become black panther and then beat the um the atlantis it will kind of sort of downplay black panther if they do it that way now if he dies in a whole nother way because he's obviously dead if he dies and just don't kill him off that way please don't kill him off that way because it kind of will stain his character because we've seen t'challa fight the man can go hand to hand with pretty much almost anybody in the mcu even things of cosmic origin he fought like these crazy ass aliens. It was basically going one with, one-on-one one with Captain America, who was fighting Thanos, pretty much. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's on that level. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Him just dying to Atlantis will kind of feel like it will kind of stain it. But Shuri, I have no problem with Shuri being Black Panther. It's just, I just hope they don't set it up that way. Because if they're going to make her Black Panther, please, in this movie... Show her training with Okoye. Even if it seems stupid, just do it so we can feel that it is earned. Because I was reading some of the comments, and they're straight up, telling some straight up truths that the Black Panther has to fight to gain the title of Black Panther. That's real. I Like, I completely forgot about that. That is actually something that is canon in the MCU, that you have to fight and prove that you are worthy to be Black Panther. If you're going to have her become Black Panther, even if it's just a five minute montage, show her training with the and the um, what are they called again?
0: The Dora, the
1: Dora Malaje. The Dora Milaje. Show her training and fighting with them, showing that she can win against them. If she just all of a sudden knows how to fight, it kind of feel it'll kind of feel like an ass pull. You know what I mean? Right. That's the only thing, and it's a, it's an easy fix. It's an easy fix. Just do that, and I'm telling you, nobody will complain. Well, there will still be people will complain, but majority of actual Marvel fans will not complain if they just give us those tiny tweaks. That's all I ask.
0: Yeah, I. I mean, I personally, I honestly, I trust Ryan Coogler so much that. He could explain it however the hell he wants. If it's Shuri, I know it's been in the comics, and there's no reason why they couldn't explain it. Hell, he could even say, "Oh, you know, she built she built a Taskmaster AI into the into the suit." Like, because now understand, people like there's no way she can't fight, right? When there's literally a Taskmaster in in Black Widow. Where she can fight, but the suit's actually doing all the move copying, right?
1: Oh God, I don't know But
0: let's let's understand that also. Uh, Tony wasn't like so like you know he could fight, but I bet you that that suit was doing a lot of it, right? Oh yeah, we all know so, that. So yeah. if if Tony can build build martial arts into his suit, and sure he's smarter than him, and and better at engineering. Why the hell couldn't she build that into her suit?
1: I think the reason some people will not like that because of the character Black Panther. It will kind of feel cheap. You know what I mean? And, it, and let's be honest. Let's be straight up honest. By MCU lore, that is a disrespect to the character. It is. It it just plain simple fact is because for you to become Black Panther, you do have to prove yeah, oh, yeah. You that have you, to, have, yeah, you, you have, you know to. what I mean. It will be if they do that. It's a disrespect she, to the character that they. Yeah,
0: she would have to fight. That's the thing is, she would have to fight. You know, to to become the official black. See, a lot of people are they're hung up on this. Who says she's the official Black Panther? I, I mean, like, at I want I want to ask this: <clears throat> Why does anyone think that she went and did the challenge thing and fought whoever? To be black now in the comics, she definitely did. But let's say, let's let me ask you this: What's stopping Shuri from putting on a damn Black Panther costume and going out and kicking ass? Like, there's zero. There's she may not be the official Black Panther, you know. I could see a situation where you know everybody else is sort of down and she's kind of she's the one, right? She's it, she's she's the last at bat. And she's got the she's got this new and improved suit and she goes and kicks ass. Right? That's the that's the problem with when we sit and speculate is we don't know any of this story except that he's dead and that someone's in that suit and that they gotta fight somebody. But we don't know anything else about what's going on in there. And everything I just laid out about her not officially going through the trials because who the fuck got time for that? They're in the field, she got a Black Panther suit on and she's going ham with her whatever specialized black panther suit and that covers all of the bases and doesn't disrespect the black panther because she's not officially black panther right she hasn't she hasn't done any of that and maybe later on she actually does the trials and maybe she wins maybe she loses whatever but that's that's what i'm saying like before we say anything about you know disrespecting chadwick and 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 T'Challa or whatever, we need to actually know what's going on uh, beforehand. And maybe it all makes sense within the context of the story. We just don't know the story yet. So that's that's more or less where I fall. That's why I'm not mad about this. Like, all these people that are upset about this, I'm like, man, just, like, you don't even know the story yet. Like, just chill. <laughs> you know? Just chill. Maybe it'll make sense. Maybe it will be trash. You don't know until you watch the movie.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, um, anyway, that's but you know, fans. We, that's, that's what we do. I'm I'm totally fine with Shuri uh, being Black Panther. Uh, I'll be even better with it if Leticia Wright will just shut shut the fuck up like she's been doing and keep on shutting the hell up, so we can, well, I don't have to worry about you know this Marvel trying to tell her, oh, we're recasting you. You know, just <laughs> so anyway. I'm excited for that. We'll see. We're gonna we're gonna know. Uh, next year or uh, well, not next year in the next couple few months. So we'll see then. So anyway, that's all of our news for this week. Long. I knew this was going to be a long one because we had a lot of issues to talk about. Um, so uh, we'll do um, I guess we'll do the, the review uh, offline on, on a separate video. So anyway, what'd you guys think about what we had to say? and uh what do you think about uh all of the topics maybe we missed something maybe you uh just had a, a good funny comment whatever it is get down to the comment section let us know what you're thinking and of course you can always hit us up super show at gmail.com or at super one on twitter and while you're down there uh be cool and hit that subscribe button help join the super Not funny show uh it's, we really appreciate that uh, get those subscriber numbers up and of course you hit that notification bell it'll let you know when we drop new content we're uh, still doing this uh, podcast of course we got plenty of uh, reviews going on too and of course I can't do the supercast by myself my good friend Lottie uh, he's in here with all his insight and, uh, and comedic styling so Lottie where can they reach you on uh, social media?
1: You can always find me on my Instagram, uh, Anu Kinihun. It's spelled A-N-U-K-I-N-I-H-U-N. Again, it's A-N-U-K-I-N-I-H-U-N. And, of course, my YouTube channel, which is Kinihun25. I'm going to go dark for about a week because I'm traveling. But as soon as I'm back, I do have some uh, content that I'm going to start uploading again i actually do i actually am going to drop my original character on instagram when i get back so stay tuned for that
0: yeah check that you guys check that out and i do uh and also uh, if i if we can swing it uh i think we need to we need to do some uh some multiverses i, I know i started playing it i think you you may have uh, downloaded it When you get back, I think we we need to hit up some multiverses.
1: Uh, Oh, definitely.
0: So, yeah, you guys be on the lookout for all of that. All right, all you fabricant and fleshbacks, thanks for joining joining us for this, the 62nd episode of the Supercast. Come back next week. got plenty more to talk about uh, in the superhero space. Until then, I've been Modé Poupé, your resident fabricant and comic extraordinaire on all things pop culture, joined by the anime expert, video game designer, and lover of all things superhero, my good friend Lottie. We'll see you guys on the other side of the thread. Peace.
1: Peace.